0: hello and welcome to trainer's voice brought to you by guardian angel equine services this podcast was created for the busy equestrian of mine for on-the-go training chat and learning my goal as a trainer is to help improve horses lives and performance by educating and helping their owners these episodes are my opinions based on my knowledge from research and experience feel free to ask any questions links will always be in the show notes So today I wanted to talk about something that's been bothering me, or not really bothering me, but just something that's been on my mind here lately as far as um, something that's been brought to my attention. So we all know in barrels, the whole leg lift thing is starting to get a little more popular. More people are trying it. Um, And we've even, I've seen a couple posts about people asking for tips and advice as far as, um, training themselves how to do it doing workouts and um, how you practice it on your horse and things like that and i i don't i don't really know how i feel about the whole situation there are instances where we um get into a bind on a barrel pattern and we kind of have that um I call it the oh crap moment where you just kind of react in a sense of just trying to save that barrel. Um, And while we don't really want to have those moments, they happen. And I feel like that's where it comes from is when we're running barrels, we have that oh crap moment where we just got to do what we can to save that barrel. And it's kind of developed more and more and more along the, along the road. And I don't know how, really, I feel um, someone asking about how do I practice this. This isn't really something that I tell people to practice, Um, really, because my goal is I don't want to have to do that. I'm starting to see more and more people who don't really want to train their horses. They don't really want to put the work in to actually make a good, clean run. Uh, and I'm not saying that people who do this is are the people that's doing that. I'm just feel like that's kind of more of a less thing these days. Um, I I that's just ha- what has been brought to my attention here recently. <laughs> um, and so that just brings me like people are wanting to practice. Oh, that oh crap moment, wanting to save that barrel by doing a leg lift, but yet they don't want to practice how to avoid that moment they don't want to practice their whole body carriage they don't want to practice their positioning you know things like that things that can help you avoid that oh crap moment and I think that's what bugs me the most about seeing people who's who's doing this but that's not really the point of making this um episode today really what has been brought to my attention is you know I've seen a lot of comments about people who um have said a lot about their daily workout routine or their uh, weekly workout routine um, and being fit and healthy and all these things on how it has contributed to being able to be flexible in these instances to be able to help them to be able to make these oh crap moments happen and successfully save that barrel. And I see a lot of people getting on there and it's like, well, I am so and so old or I have this problem with my body and that problem with my body and I just can't do that and it goes back to that whole um, not wanting to put the work in I wholeheartedly believe that for your horse to be a successful athlete you have to be a successful athlete as far as being healthy doing your workouts and things like that some people are successful depending on what you're classifying as successful um running barrels and eating donuts every single day you know they have athletic horses and they feel like they don't really need to put in their work. But really what it comes down to is if your horse is running amazing and you're not putting yourself into it, imagine what y'all could do as a team. If you actually were healthier and more fit and able to be a, an athlete as a jockey, jockey, you know, if your horse is already doing this much success, like imagine what you could do together. If you put yourself into it, and you know i see people who are like well i'm still athletic and i still can't do this or whatever like my joints just don't do that and you know there are instances where people have injuries that um limit your mobility or you know there's there's things that happen you know but What bothers me is that we really need to start taking care of ourselves. We spend a ton of money on trying to take care of our horses, make sure they're fit and they're healthy and that they're on the right type of diet. But we don't do that for ourselves. And I know there's people out there who try to, they are fit, they work out, they eat healthy, but yet they still don't go to the extent of taking themselves to the chiropractor or getting their annual checkups or whatever, you know, making sure that they're on top of their health. You know, um, there are people out there who still, you know, they eat healthy and they work out, but yet they still don't take care of their muscles. They don't take care of their bones, um, and things like that. And stretching is a huge one. And I believe, and I have met older ladies who ride that I would never suspect to be able to do a leg lift. And yet here they are doing it all the time. And you know, it's it's not about... it's. I, I just feel like people are limiting themselves way too much. And you can do whatever you want to put your mind to. I don't care what age you are. If you really wanted to be that athletic enough to lift your leg and be able to get around that barrel doing a leg lift, like, you can do it if you really, really wanted to. And people are just getting to where they are limiting themselves mentally and the mind is such a powerful thing here the this last year really I've realized a lot about um, being mentally present and being able to decipher what I can actually do and what my mind is telling me I shouldn't do um but if you worked on it like and you truly believed you could do it you can do it like I just don't understand the people who want to limit themselves. And, you know, I, I, we give our horses joint supplements and vitamins and minerals and all these things. But yet we also don't check ourselves for that. Like I didn't realize how many people don't actually take a joint supplement as they get older. And some people don't believe in joint supplements. You know, that, that's fine. That's fine. But I started taking a joint supplement that works. And I mean it actually works and I'll never not take a joint supplement, you know, like it helps so much with mobility and the one I take to, um, helps so much with uh, inflammation as well and uh, mobility like I feel like that should be, if it is part of your horse's daily routine or their life routine or competitive routine, whatever you want to call it, like it should be a part of yours as well. I didn't ever take care of my body until I started, uh, until I was certified equine sports massage. And I started looking into the horse's biomechanics, how they work, their anatomy, uh, their bones, their muscles, and all these things that we have to take care of and started looking into like the athlete's. And really looking into preventative care. And, oh my goodness. And, like, the average person or average equestrian does not, like, I don't want to say doesn't take care of their horses. But, like, they don't do everything they probably should as far as taking care of their horses. And And I say that, like, nicely. Because we don't have... Tons of money to be able to have our horses massaged and chiropractic care and PEMF um, care and all this care to do weekly, you know, and even that like to do monthly. Not everybody can do that. And so we take what we can and kind of decipher what we think is needed, you know, which is completely fine. But when you think about it, like if all this is going into your horse, like what do you think your body's telling you? i got certified equine massage and i was like i've never had a massage and i was like how can i be a massage therapist if i've never had a massage myself and felt what it can do and so i ultimately i used to go to the chiropractor but i ultimately ended up getting a massage finally after being certified and oh my goodness like i can tell when i am due for a massage and i can tell when it's like Oh, I could use a massage, but, you know, I could probably go a couple more weeks. And then I can tell definitely when I'm like, I have to get a massage. And just the the feeling of the difference, you know, and it helps my riding so, so much. And not only that, but realizing, you know, what my body is doing and what is transferring to my horse's body. Like my right hip does not like to stay in place. Uh, my muscles around there are weak and like they I just my hips are always wonky and it's the same for Jake I've rode him for so long like this and I have always been in balanced riding even though I try to be balanced like your body if your bones or your muscles are telling like are not where they should be and not as relaxed as they should be or taken care of you know It doesn't matter how balanced you think you are. There's still that off balance. If your hip is off, your horse is going to feel that. And I, it took me forever to realize that Jake's right hip, um, I always knew it was a problem. Every time the chiropractor or massage therapist would come out, like I already knew they were going to tell me his right hip is having a problem. Like we got to put it back or whatever they do uh, as far as chiropractic. Anyway, Um, I do plan on, shadowing a chiropractor eventually, I just don't have the gas money to haul around with a chiropractor, um, and there's not one near me that has, like, a barn facility, everyone around me, like, travels to places, and I can't, I'm not the type of person to be like, hey, let me ride with you, (laughs) but, um, you know, long story, whatever, so, you know, and it took me forever to realize that his hip problem is because of my hip problem because even though I think I'm balanced, I'm not balanced. And so it just it just brings me to, you know, like all I'm asking is be aware of yourself. Take care of yourself along with your horses. You're both athletes. Your horse can only be so successful without you. And then if you actually put yourself into work and you take care of yourself and being athletes together can put you up so much higher, you know. And it's just crazy to me how limiting people limit themselves. Like, literally, a lot of it can help if you just took a joint supplement. Like, just taking a joint supplement helps me so much. And the one I take specifically that helps with inflammation is freaking amazing. It even helped uh, when my arm was broken, it helped that inflammation a ton. Like, I was surprised. And I was able to stop taking pain medication early. So, you know, just taking the right medications, like the right joint supplement. I always, I will always recommend a joint supplement now because here's the thing with joints. People don't believe, some people don't believe in joint uh, supplements. But here's the thing. Your joints are always going to deteriorate as you get older. There's no ifs, ands, or buts about it. Your joints aren't going to be, aren't going to be, like, I don't know, I don't know what the word is, but your joints are gonna get bad over time, like, you're not gonna prevent that, but what you can do is take a joint supplement as early as possible, and take a joint supplement that's gonna help her pr- prolong your joints getting bad, you know, so then I'm 25, and my body tells me that I'm like 30, so I start taking a joint supplement, And hopefully I'll prolong what damage is already done and I feel so much better already. So hopefully by the time I am 30, then I I still feel more 30 versus still my body still aging, if that makes sense. And it's the same with the horses. It doesn't matter if you believe in joint supplements or not. Their joints are going to deteriorate over time. Like, why not take a joint supplement to help prolong that? you know, that's just my thoughts about it, and my feelings about it, um, that is the only supplement that I am, like, my horse has to have, is a joint supplement, as far as feeding other types of supplements, those are kind of few and far between, and when I feel like they are needed, other than salt, I feed salt a uh, year round, so, um, that's just that, but that's a whole nutrition thing, as well, <laughs> in its own podcast, so, um, but anyway, So I, my, my word for this podcast is just do not limit yourself. If you wish you could do it or you believe you can do it, you can do it. I don't care what age you are. If you feel like you need to practice that leg lift or you feel like that needs to be something you are able to do, you can do it. I don't care what age you are. I'm sure my Nana could do it. If she put the work into it, she had the, um, she, stretched and she built those muscles and all those things like you don't have to be young to be able to do that stuff you just have to be fit and healthy that's it and so I just I it just bugs me when people like limit themselves and not only that but the amount of people who just don't want to put in the work anyway and I feel like a lot of those people who feel like they can't do it or limit themselves mentally are the people who don't want to put in the work because in their head, they've already got the answer. I can't do this. Well, how about you start saying I can and start doing a lot more, you know, that's just my opinion. Um, because when I started looking at myself and started actually figuring out, um, when I started training betting, I had a lot of mental stuff that I kept telling myself I can't do this or I shouldn't do this or I should just send him off to a trainer um, and blah 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 when I kept having people tell me like you can do this like you know what not to do you know what you should do now put it to work and when I stopped complaining and stopped limiting myself mentally that's when things started to happen Benton is now being ground driven and he has a saddle he's taking a bit We have had great training sessions, and we haven't had any huge incidences yet. So, I mean, stop limiting yourself mentally, please, because your horse will thank you. And if you can put yourself into it, your horse is going to be so much better, and you're going to be better as a team, and you can get to that next level. I promise. Just stop limiting yourself. So, That's all I have to say today. I just felt like that's something that really needed to be said because I feel like there's so many people out there who do limit themselves mentally. And I feel like a part of it is just because a lot of people like to tear each other down and they don't like to. They don't like to bring each other up and be like, you're you're doing great, you know, and really push each other to their hardest. And. I really just feel like that needs to change in the barrel racing industry because we're all, we're all team teammates for our horses. We're all athletes with our horses. But, yeah, even though we are running against each other in the long run, like, you need to be running against yourself. Beat your last time. Beat your best time, you know. Start working for yourself and not for others. And stop paying attention to people who are just assholes to begin with And want to tear you down or tear your horse down. Like stop listening to them. Start saying I can and I will. Versus saying I can't and I won't. That's all I got to say. So I am always free and available to help. All my links are in the description as always. Or in the show notes. I have my group VIB. That name will be changing in the future. I just haven't changed it yet. And I don't know what I'm going to change it to yet. But my Facebook group VIB. Very important barrel racers, like, go join if you would like a little more uplifting encouragement and advice. You know, we're always happy to have new people and start saying I will and I can. And we'll talk to y'all again later.